You're like, sorry, already blocked him, already uh, banned him from ever communicating with you. <laughs> no, I actually like respawn. Is is hard to believe as that may be. He's he's got you fooled as well. <laughs> Everyone needs at least one good abusive relationship in their lives. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny Two podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback, and you can contact us either by email, two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com, or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Two Titans and No Hunter this week, as we set off on our journey into the Black Garden. It's just me and Parody this week, as our little hunter has got a sick baby at home and he's looking after it, so take care of that one. Um, so yeah, you've just joined me and Parody this week, so it may be the shortest podcast from the shortest podcast ever. And that's it. And that's been our show this week. Thank you for joining us. Uh, appreciate your time. <laughs> We, we will give you this time back to go and actually play Destiny instead of, you know, talking about Destiny. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, this will be a real quick, quick little rundown. So, uh, there was a 12 this week. It, it happened. It, ha- it had some videos. It had some apologies about, you know, the game being in a crazy state because when you fix everything, as 19 and I were talking about pre-show, it's like a leaky ship. You run around and you try to stick your finger in a hole, then another hole pops open. And you run, run around trying to plug that hole. I mean, they've only moved the game from one major PC platform to the other. They've only, you know, re-architected the game so we can run on a, on a brand new platform that's coming in November on Google Stadia. They've only then made it free to play and opened it to however many tens of thousands of brand new players. And, you know, in addition to releasing new content and everything else, you know, so they've only changed, um, let me check, check my notes here, Everything, everything about the game has changed. Yeah. So it's no surprise that it's been a little rocky this week. And given that, you know, they're part of the part of the the day day one raid race was getting an emblem in the first for a completion in the first twenty four hours. And uh, again, congratulations to Clan Ascend for getting through the raid first and having their titles and getting to hang out with the big show and get their giant belts. Um, but. I wanted to talk briefly best about the the Bungie help tweet about, you know, due to a service interruption during the launch window for the Garden of Salvation raid, we have extended the deadline to earn the Dive Into Darkness emblem until 12 p.m. Pacific time. Players who completed the raid during the time extension will be granted the emblem at a later date. And I saw that because I saw Glad's response to it saying, honestly, this is BS. Not because you've given people a fair chance due to server issues, but because many people quit around that 24-hour mark and went to bed just to get effing screwed. Not cool, in my opinion. A heads up to those gamers would have been nice. So yeah, so he's not angry that they're doing it. He's angry that they didn't give people a heads up. Because again, yeah, if you're sitting at the 23, 23 and a half hour mark and you, you're not you're not going to do it, you're going, screw this, let's go to bed. We're not going to anyway. Only to wake up and then say, oh, we've got some extra time to, you know, get in here and do this. Yeah, unfortunately, you, you're not monitoring the tweets and things, are you, when you're focused on 
that one part of the game it's like you, when you take a break you kind of oh let's have a look at what's going on twitter what's going on on reddit youtube things like that or unless you want to look up something specific it's not like you're you're constantly watching those things is it yeah exactly i mean maybe if you're streaming you've got a chat that's screaming at you hey here's a thing here's a thing but i i didn't take note of when those time you know when the timestamps were when they actually got the information out there and again yeah if you're you're head down in a raid you're not really reading your chat. You're not really looking at anything else. You're trying to figure out, okay, we know what to do. Because at that point, you've got the mechanic down. It's just executing that mechanic. And that's that's the struggle. I mean, that was our struggle with our little, you know, world's first attempt, haha, frozen clan run of, let's just jump in and see if we can figure any of it out. Just to see if we can make any progress at all. And we got the little, you know, now I don't want to, well... It's like, do we do we talk about anything on the radio at this point? Do we throw the spoiler no, alert warning out? Spoil it. We'd it's figured been, out. It's been close we'd enough. Figured out, we'd figured out mechanics and we'd worked out various different things, and we'd got so far in it. In it wasn't the first encounter, but it's the kind of opening of the raid, I guess. Yeah, we'd kind of yeah, the very first bits things there with all the the new mechanics, and we were working really well. But it was just. There was other things to go and do. It was, it was, you know, it was exciting to, to go and play the, the new Vex offensive. Well, you know, we gave it our best try, as only we could. Exactly. We we had some new frozen folks that managed to blow themselves up with explosives that claimed they had previously never done so. And we said, "Welcome to the clan." That's that's our calling card. That's what we do here. Uh, uh, so yeah. So uh, one little one little note too. Uh, if you, as you're collecting the Dreambane armor, don't delete it. Thank you, Detrick from the clan, for figuring that out for all of us. If you delete a piece of Dreambane armor, you have to go replay the content to reobtain it. Otherwise, you can't actually progress your campaign story. So when you get the Dreambane armor, don't care what light level it is, pl- press the little lock button, keep a hold of it, so you're not having to redo content just to get through your campaign. Uh, another tip for the Dreambane armor, when you get to the Beyond mission, where you have to equip all the dreambane armor to get into it you can equip it all once you're in the mission you can then put on your highlight items it doesn't matter at that point and the campaign will still continue or still progress once you've completed that mission so it's only you need to equip it to get into that mission you don't need it on throughout the whole mission that is good to know because i of course just equipped it and ran with it and didn't think anything of it. I said, no, no. It was, it was about 860-ish level at that point. I was like, ah, I can get through this. It'll be fine. Yeah, I think that's the problem. Is it, it drops, at, if you are higher light, it drops at 860. And you don't think anything of it. But I thought, oh, I'll, I'll give it a chance. I'll, I'll just swap a few bits out and see what happens. And it worked. I thought, oh, sorry, I'm just going to run through the whole mission with the the whole my all my highest armor and then um, see where we went from there. But it, yeah, it managed to progress that part of the quest. So wasn't yeah, worth it wasn't not worth it yeah no that's great it's, it's nice to know it's yeah you have to wear the wear the right clothes to get you through the door but once you're through the door they don't care anymore so um this show this week is gonna be a sort of like tips tips and tricks and tidbits as we come to them because again there's not much of a twab we've just been playing the game the last week uh we've jumped into the vex offensive jumped into the raid a little bit getting back to the vex offensive we were sort of you know as much of a bun as a push bungee said, like with the with the last raid, just say, make sure you complete the campaign first. You know, this is what you're going to have to do to get into the raid and do your raid race, which I understand they want to put that out there. 
we were we, we sort of jumped out of the raid after about an hour, hour and a half saying, okay, this was fun. Let's go do the Vex Offensive. And then we were like, well, wait a minute. We have to go do a thing. What's the thing we have to do? We went to our core, picked up our things, still couldn't do it. We're like, okay, there's no Vex Offensive. What, what do we have to do now? We had to go, was it the Eyes Up Guardian on the moon? Basically, yeah. we had to go and wait for the Vex to show up for us. So those Vex, three Vex invasion points on the moon, there are now Vex invading them. So we would we would drove around, saw a couple Vex here and there, saw a couple Vex here and there, nothing really happening. Drove back around. Suddenly, you know, the Hellmouth all of a sudden exploded in Vex and became those big giant arc bolts and arc portals in the sky, and all the Vex showed up. So it was a, it was. Very nostalgic, trying to hunt the wolves back in D one when the when the wolves would drop and you had I, I vividly remember having you know fire teams of three sitting on Venus saying okay you go here you go here you go to the third spot when when they drop in you know yell whoever it is and the other two will race over on our sparrows to get into the action before it finishes. This felt very similar to that, although a much longer encounter because the Vex show up and they're, they're there for a while and they bring lots of friends. Yeah, I think that was the thing. It wasn't. It was probably made clear if you actually read or listened to what Ikora was saying that you had to go to the moon and and do those um, Vex invasions before you could go and do the Vex offensive. But I think because we were in such a rush, we'd gone to the tower or we congregated in the tower for the raid. The thing flashed up for Ikora. We all picked up bounties and things from her and nobody really paid much attention to it. We then went into the raid and then came back and everyone was like, why won't it let us do the Vex offensive? And we're all kind of flashing in orbit, not, you know, thinking about it. And some of us were saying, well, I haven't finished the campaign on this character. I haven't done this, haven't done that. So it was kind of, uh, what do we do? So I think it was, I think it was just more excitement on our point, on our part, wasn't it? That we kind of <laughs> took a while to figure out that we had to go back to the moon and do that mission. Yeah, and definitely. Just doing the the Vex invasions. Yeah, yeah. Once we left the raid, it was like, okay, I think it was Respawn was our leader at that point. I was like, Respawn, he's like, go to the Vex offensive, you know, click on it, let's see who's flashing, and then we'll figure out who needs to do what. All six of us were flashing, so <laughs> that didn't help. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but Vex offensive is, again, try not to, you know, try not to get too in depth and try not to spoil too much. It It's a lot of fun. It's, it's still not quite the horde mode that I really wish the game would give us at some point. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's like the it's like the infinite forests in a you know very lush garden setting. Because man, Destiny can create a set piece. They can. I just want to load into the Vex offensive without the Vex and just sort of sit there and see the sights and stare off into the distance and look at all the flowers. It's just a beautiful game. Uh, have you have you had a chance to get into it, Night Demon? I've I've, run, I've done two runs and. All I can say is it, it's a lot of fun, and the weapons are dropping like cake. They're just they're just like here, have a weapon, have another weapon. Would you like <laughs> another weapon, sir? Sure. Oh, but you see, not have enough weapons. Have another weapon. I don't know if they're any good yet, but I have lots of them. Um, no, I haven't actually managed to get into the Vex offensive yet. We did all the the stuff on the moon, and then I had to dive off. Um, but I think that was just due to the amount of Destiny that I played this week. It was I was gearing up for the raid, and I was trying to get all three characters to the level that the, you know, the contest was so that if we needed me to swap out to a hunter, a warlock or the Titan, I had those at my disposal. So I'd been working really hard on getting all of those up. So I, by the time it came to doing the, the raid, I was all geared up ready for it, but then we couldn't kind of progress any further. So I was just like, Nope, that's it. I think I just have a, have a bit of a break and a rest 
But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed that part of it for this week, you know, getting my characters up to the level that I could, you know, 920, 930. And um, I, that's what I enjoy about it is the, the, the thrill of, oh, you know, I can do this, I can do this and, and, and progress this really fast, you know, work on the XP, work on um, swapping over weapons to boost that character up. I, I really do enjoy that. And and uh, yeah, it was it was just good fun this week. And no, not the Vex Offensive just yet. It is something that I will be getting into hopefully in the next couple of days before reset. So it is good to know you were able to make it past Omnigal because when we went down to fight Omnigal in that mission, I'm going, he might get stuck here trying to farm for the Grasp of Malix over and over again and never make it through the rest of the campaign. And I was worried about you there for a minute. And just since uh, well, no, since went down to check one. on you. Didn't give me one. It's lucky I've still got like 16 from D1 in my vault. <laughs> I'm quite happy with that. Just just take those in your tiny box of raisins and then it'll, it'll become a, you know, a year, year seven... Destiny Four, you know, exclusive release just for you. For oh, my celery stick! There. I've still got a celery stick from. I think that was Eris, wasn't it? In Destiny One, oh, gave you I a celery so. stick. Yeah, I think so. Maybe, maybe she wants it back. Maybe, maybe you can find a way to give it to her and say, "Um, you, you lost this. <laughs> yeah. it, it might be a little moldy now, but it, it's still, it's still probably good, right? Yeah, those last in space. There's no air. We're good. Yeah, my fire team medallions fizzled out. They went, you know, to to rubbish, and and the sweets that we collected for the um halloween event last year all got rubbished but you know that celery stick is still fresh in my vault in destiny one yeah that's marvelous i i always wonder like was there again you know knowing knowing what we know about the game and the various iterations and how many things they've scrapped i wonder was there a plan for all this that just didn't quite you know was there a storyline that just didn't quite come to fruition were they going to do some little fun hidden unlock that they just never did are we going to read one of these things, you know, the game eight years later, someone has finally figured out what to do with these things. Is there something in the game where they're just all sitting there going, guys, we've, we've given you, we've given you the tools you need to solve this and no one has yet. I just, I just wonder about that. It's like, or is it just another, another throwaway, throwaway trinket they've given us for no good reason. It was like the ramen tickets, wasn't it? From the ramen shop. Yeah. It's like, it's like, certainly this must start something or be a quest item or to have a purpose of some sort, but, not yet. At least not that we know. No. If you're out there and, and know, please let us. Please tell us, <laughs> so we can feel smart too. We're, we're holding on to these just in case. You never know. Mm. Taking up valuable vault space. So, is there any extra news this week? Uh, there's not a ton. There's a little bit. Again, our PC friends have had a little bit of a rough road getting across. Uh, they did push a hotfix on Thursday, October 3rd. So apparently if you had more than 300 friends on your Steam friends list, the game would crash. So if you were too popular, you couldn't actually be popular at all. So they did push a fix to fix the 300 friend game crashing issue on Steam because I've seen that listed in a bunch of different roundups and news and tweets. So that should have been fixed again. I don't play on PC. I haven't even turned on cross save. I assume the PC people will scream at us if it's not fixed yet. Yeah. And, and if you want to read all about the changes to Shadowkeep, uh, they have an article, their patch article for 2.6.0. It goes over all the Shadowkeep changes. We're not going to read them here. Don't worry. You're saved. But basically that goes over. Well, if you're this week anyway, you're safe. Exactly. So if you're trying to remember, I know you guys said this gun got a buff or this gun did something. Yeah, those 2.6.0 patch, patch notes are up and they do detail all of the changes, all the weapon, all the armor, all the changes... I read through them briefly. I didn't see anything glaring about, you know, that we hadn't covered in the past. I mean, no, I think that's it. I think there. 
coming into Shadowkeep, they've gone over so many different bits and they've gone, right, this is this, this is this, and this is this, and we've covered it. And I had a look at it and I was like, well, everything that you're telling us here, we've pretty much covered in every podcast leading up to this. So it's something that we don't necessarily need to go into. So yeah, if it, you've missed it, go back and listen to the last couple of podcasts. But if you want to read quickly through it, we'll link that in the show notes. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And it is nice at least to have all that in one place because I know sometimes they sort of like, you're like, which TWAB was it? And actually, I'm sorry, it was the 2.6.0.1 update. So at that one to the end, that goes over all the changes. So I misspoke because 2.6.0.1 gives you all of that. Okay. And, and and yeah, it is sort of nice to have that all in one place. You're not trying to remember. You know, I do this a lot. I go back and say, okay, which TWAB was it where they talked about this? Or which month was it where they mentioned that? So it's nice just to have it all in the patch notes and there it is. And I appreciate sort of the, the drip feed over the last couple of weeks of here's what we do with weapons. Here's what we do with armor versus day one. Boom. Here's a big giant of changes that just makes your head spin. And since we have no patch note preview this week, we, we will go over a little, uh, a, a brief known issues list. This is not all the known issues, but there are a couple of known issues in the game. So parodies known issues list in lieu of patch notes previews. So the players will not receive the Gate Lord's Eye at Season Rank 7 if they claim it at in an equipment-locked activity. So if you're running, say, a Nightfall or something where the, your equipment is locked, you will not receive your Gate Lord's Eye. I don't know if it goes to the Vault, I don't, or I mean, to the Postmaster. I don't know where it goes or if you just have to do another activity to unlock it, doesn't say. But if you're not seeing your Gate Lord's Eye Relic, most likely go play another activity, turn the game off and on again. I imagine it'll come yeah, back there once. Don't, yeah, once don't it allows you to, it to be granted the reward list, wasn't it? Leave it until after you've completed the event and your equipment is unlocked before you actually claim it. Yeah, then it should show up for you. If it has been abandoned, the completed essence of anguish quest step can be reacquired only by unlocking the lectern of enchantment again. The search for answers quest step may not appear in a player's inventory even after talking to Eris. Please check the postmaster to pick up the quest and continue the campaign. I think that's the one I ran into because I had room in my character and I think it was a search for answers quest just wasn't it just wasn't there I talked to her and she's like here's a quest but it never showed up so I eventually go back to the postmaster and figure that out yeah I had one that where I'd completed the quest and the quest steps both went to the postmaster I went and collected them and put them back in my inventory there was one with like seven question marks thing just stayed in my inventory but it looks like when i jumped onto another character that progressed anyway but for some reason it's still in my quest log so i don't know if that's a, a bug as well i think it, on certain things it just does progress but the game hasn't caught up with itself to say that needs to be taken out of the the quest steps or we've already progressed that don't worry about it yeah i know there are a couple of things like that where destiny sort of has to catch up with itself so, and very similar, if the firewall quest step is dismantled after completing Eris's weekly bounty, you'll have to wait a week to pick up a new weekly bounty to obtain a new one. Same thing with the Luna's Calling weekly quest. If it's deleted before collecting the rewards and the bounty is claimed, you're, you will still have to wait a week to complete it. I assume they mean until reset, not like a full week from wherever, whenever you delete it. Once reset comes again, you can pick up the quest again, then you can redo it. Some players who purchase the Shadowkeep Deluxe Edition may not receive all four season passes, but instead may receive 1,000 silver per unredeemed season. Players may spend that silver to purchase future seasons through the Seasons tab in the Director menu. 
players who encounter the error, problem reading game content on Steam should ensure they are not running Destiny 2 with elevated permissions. For example, do not use run as administrator. They should also check Steam to make sure there is no file called steam underscore app ID dot text in their Destiny 2 install directory. Players with 300 more friends, again, they fix this. The 300 or more friend issue crashing the game. That was fixed in 2.6.0.2 where they pushed on Thursday. And they are investigating reports of players regarding issues with the PC migration. In the meantime, if possible, players should retry the mi migration. And they have a, li a link in the TWAB of how to actually initiate that process. So again, if you're migrating on PC, there's help forms for it. Reach out to Bungie. You know, they'll we'll work with you on this. They're aware of some issues going on with it. And yeah, that's what it gets me back to of a, not a Bungie announced issue, but sort of the, the UI confusion. Because it seems like we sort of have a, in the new UI for the quests and the bounties, it appears that you sort of have a total number of quests and bounties you can have, but it's not like a set number of each. Because a couple of times I've looked at my quest list and gone, I have space here. I, I, I see that there is space to put quests in, but you're telling me that there's no space for these quests anymore. So why can't I pick these up? So it's just a little confusing. I wish they would have graded that out or something so I could see exactly like how many quests I can hold or or bounties. It sort of just yeah. seems to be, you can you have, what is it, 63 of everything and sort of split up, you know. Yeah, you have to kind of balance it out, don't you, of what's on one side and what's on the other. Yeah. And a while, Fusco has joined us. Fusco. Hey, Welcome back to the podcast. It's it's funny you were uh, talking about the uh, quest managing because I was struggling with that for quite a while. Yeah, it's yeah. It seems to be. I think we've all sort of had the same problem. We're, we're looking. You probably do what I did. Look at look at this going. Okay, it says you know I, I see there's spaces there. Like but prior to Shadowkeep, if there was a space there, I could fill it with a quest or a, or a bounty. But now it seems like we can have 28 quests and 30 bounties, but there can be extra room below there you can't actually fill with anything. It's just there to tease you and taunt you, and you're going, it's, it, it's there, but I can't interact with it. It seems like a weird, I don't know, design choice, design flaw, miss, I don't know. Uh, it's different, but I, I would like quantifiable clarification, like you said. It would really just help in my ability to have everything that I need or think I need to have. Yeah, because that's one thing I don't remember seeing anywhere of you know here's the total of things you could have but nothing about it being sort of split in two yeah so we're just sort of talking about the game this week since the 12 was um next to nothing it's basically we put out a game pc players have had some issues speaking of which since you play on pc have you run into any issues bugs how was your were you playing at all on battle.net before this or did you start fresh when steam launched did you go through the migration at all ah yes i went through the migration I myself didn't have any issues with the migration, but my younger brother and a friend of mine did. Uh, one of them still doesn't have it resolved. The other luckily had it resolved and has been playing with me. Um, so what, what issues have you, has he, is it the, like the, the forsaken content thing coming over or just being able to get in the game at all? Or uh, He hasn't been able to get his uh, characters over at all, period. Ooh. So he's, he's, one of, he's, he's one of the few bugged like that still. Uh, okay, yeah, so he's stuck in the world of Battle.net. The, the, we're telling you to please retry it and hope it works that time. I just, yeah. yeah we, we've been talking about the PC things going, I don't know. I, I have no PC that plays this game. Can't really tell you. You know, go to Bundy's forum. So I figured you could give us some actual insight on 
how it's going for you and the folks you're playing with. And there's still a couple of Black Armory quests that uh, crash out for me whenever I try and do them. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. It's number you know of the problem there, the don't you? Don't do the Black Armory quests. What are you doing doing the Black Armory quests? It's all Shadowkeep, my friend. Well. <laughs> Play the new of... content. Don't moan about the old <laughs> content not working. I'm just grinding up so I can get to the raid. <laughs> yep, so how anyway. how highlight are you at the moment? I'm currently sitting at 917. Cool. Very nice. Do you have a do you have a group you're going to go in with at some point, or just LFG it and say whichever suckers I can I can convince to run around with me? I've got two people so far, and then it's just going to be oh god, who can I grab from the Reddit or the app? And we're like <laughs> here. Come die a lot with me. Let's have fun. Yes. Because yeah. that's that's half the fun of the raids is learning the mechanics and getting everything down. And then hopefully pulling some of the randoms into the guild or <laughs> a more consistent basis. Well, we actually managed to run with a full Frozen team, didn't we, Parody? We, there was you, me, and Respawn, and then we had, was it AZ and... Yeah, AZ, Balanced Relic, and uh, ODST Mayhem. Came with us, so we had we we had a, a bunch of titans, a hunter, a war, and two hunters and a warlock, I think. So yeah, three titans, two two hunters, and a warlock. How'd that go? Uh, Interesting. We had um, we had people blowing themselves up on objects and into the backs of other people. Uh, <laughs> we we sort of we, we we're trying to you know we were trying not to give any like specifics away just for spoilers and whatever. If people still want to go in fresh, we sort of figured out the first mechanic of the first part i can't call the first encounter but sort of the first area where you come into we, we figured out enough to sort of progress a little bit and get get to where we felt like we made a little bit of progress but then just the i think just the time and time and effort wasn't going to be there so we said you know the vex offensive is available let's go play that instead i and have been enjoying the vex offensive yeah that's it's been a lot of fun did you also did you actually read the the steps and you know go visit Icor and then figure out you had to do the Vex thing on the moon first, or were you like us going, why can't we load into this? We, we oh, were not told was, about this. I I just saw I needed the eyes and I saw that the Vex things were spawning and we kind of stumbled into it, and we're like, ah, things are finishing. Oh, nice. Yeah, the, things are live now. I can go murder people. And it was it was die evil robot and a lot of robots. Yeah. And they brought friends, and they brought two friends, and they told two friends. And now there's just robot bits all over the moon. It's going to be a real mess to clean up. And I thoroughly enjoyed the arm and a leg bounty that got quite the chuckle out of me. Which one was that one? I picked them up, and I just sort of blew through them, but I wasn't really reading what they were. It's like collect a hundred of the Vex like chassis materials. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that 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 sort of grim levity that destiny has that i enjoy so much yeah just so good you're murdering these people you murdered them really good that's okay they'll just build more exactly keep <laughs> murdering them yeah there just has to be a point where i wonder even for the vex it's like you you've made this many robots none of them have come back this hasn't gone well for you you think you'd maybe stop trying at some point and go maybe this was a bad idea i don't know I don't know, it's like one of the droid factories in um, Star Wars, isn't it? They just constantly churn them out. There's no end to them. We've Very got parts. True. We've got enough Vex milk to keep it going. 
So have you? Oh, I was curious too, because since they since they moved the or not moved the the forges, but gave you the opportunity to play the forges now in a rotating playlist on the EDZ, I was curious if the forges were still actually you know where they were, and uh, yeah, seems like it. So I, I just I ran down the Bergusia Forge earlier just to see if you could still get to it, you know, the old way we got to it before Shadowkeep launches. So, so yeah. it looks like once you once you've unlocked the forges, you can still run down. Although you can't actually activate the forge once you get there. Oh. So I wonder if the forge. I wonder if it's now only accessible. I honestly haven't looked into this that much, but I wonder if it's now only going to be accessible through the playlist because I I had that thought of. Again, the folks coming in doing the Black Armory quest line and the back Black Armory content, is that all still going to be there, or is it just going to be the rotating list through the EDZ now? Well, I think when you did the playlist, oh sorry, when you did the quest, you went to each forge, didn't you? You either did it solo or with your team, and you activated it as part of the quest. And then it was only then when you wanted to go back and forge the weapons that you had to go to the specific forges. But now on the playlist, it actually says that it will forge any weapon from that playlist. But like you were saying the other day, you spawned into Bagusia, didn't you? And on the day that I joined, I think I went to Izignami and I was like, oh, Izignami, that's that's a bit of a pain. You know, I have to throw the balls up to somebody. And if the team's not working right, then, you know, or if I jump in with people that don't know how to work the forges, that's going to be a bit of an issue, but we managed to get ours done. But you were saying you had issues, didn't you? Even destroying that tank. Yeah, yeah I jumped in on on day one, thinking you know because I had a, uh, <clears throat> I, I had I had some Black Armory quests I turned in when Shadowkeep dropped, so I had one of the uh, black whatever aid it gives you to let you forge a weapon. So I was like, all right, let me go jump into Bergusia because that's what was on the rotating you know, apparently rotating playlist for the day. And I ran, I think, six or seven runs. You know, again, I was at. I don't know. I was at like eight sixty, eight eighty. I don't know. I was I was up there somewhere, and just we couldn't. I mean, it was. Oh, it might have been lower than that. I don't remember what that was at that point. But yeah, me and the two blueberries each time we we got through the first two rounds, no problem. But could not beat the tank. Could not bring that tank down. The snipers were just murdering us from afar, and we'd we'd clear the ad, but then just would run out of time. We got really close one time, but just couldn't quite do it. So I'm, I think it's still a seven fifty activity, but it didn't feel like a 750 because obviously we all went in at least at 750 yeah but it, it it felt rough it felt like you know it felt like going into that you know day one of getting the black armory stuff unlocked and maybe that's sort of where you know where they're sending it back to i think because everything's been brought up to 750 no matter what activity it is it, all the base stuff i think that's the issue you know people at 750 you might struggle with it but I mean, I went in just to test whether the bounties gave you XP towards your battle pass or your season pass, and I completed a couple of them, and it didn't. It only gave me like the glimmer and the um, um, materials that I needed to f- get more weapons from there. So I don't know if that's something that they're going to patch or update, because also the bounties that you get from the tribute hall um, that say they give you glimmer once you finish the tribute hall didn't give me any glimmer and they also didn't give me any xp so that they were redundant or maybe it just might have been me on that day um but i did figure out that the menagerie if you if you're a certain level of your light it will give you the equivalent light level that you are so i think i was i went in there 923 and i needed uh, I think it was boots or something like that. And my boots were at 921. I went in there, crafted some boots, and it gave me 923 boots. 
but it gave me a couple more boots that were 922, 921. So at least I got one pair of boots that matched, then brought me up higher. So Menagerie does act like a filler up to us. I think it's probably going to be up to 950. If you need a certain item, you can go in there, craft it, as you know, and it'll bring you up or it'll give you that piece of item that you need. So oh, yeah, I, I went around various different things, testing what I can do and what mm-hmm. gives me what really. That's, yeah, that'll be nice because yeah, in the past it's always been that you know, like you said, the, the Forever Twenty Nines or the Forever Nine Fifties. Now of, I just need, I just need this, whatever this is. I need the helmet, I need the gloves, I need the boots, whatever it is. You, there was no real way to get those. You just had to had to play, keep playing content to hope your powerful drop happened to be that. So yeah, having the black or having the um, menagerie as a source for those will be nice. I think and, that, that's the thing, isn't it? Everybody's going to be nine fifty. I mean, there's only going to be like the elitist players that are going to be higher than that. But then you, it's going to be a grind if you've got a vault like mine to get everything up to 960. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not going to get everything up to 960. So come Iron Banner and things like that, where power is implemented, that's going to be interesting because... You know, there'll be certain players at 950, there'll be certain players at 960, and the damage scaling without it's be interesting to see that coming up because we've got that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we're gonna see a bunch of folks coming in probably at, at seven fifty too, because that's the only the only content in the game where your light really matters and on the PvP side. So you've got people coming in going, Oh, let me let me step into this and just getting destroyed, going, Oh my god, what happened? So hopefully Bungie, I, I'm sure they'll and yeah, they seem like they've done a pretty good job again trying to get trying to get people acclimated to the game. They put they put a new player guide that sort of goes over sort of some of the basics of the game, but I I don't know how. Like and maybe maybe Fusco, I know you played D one, but are coming back to D two, stepping into the game in its current iteration, it just seems like where do you start? Like other than okay, let me jump in and do this, you know, let me choose a character and do the campaign and maybe get a feel for which character I want to be, which class I want to run, but where do you even go from there? I mean, I guess it's sort of, again, if you're a big PVP guy, go play PVP. If you're a big PVE, there's tons of it out there. But even now, as someone who's played this all the way through, I look at the game going, there's way too much to do. And I don't know where to spend my time, not even just to try to get the power level grind up, but just, I want to go hang out and just play the game. Where do I go? It just seems like there's always more stuff to do. Which I guess is the point. It's vastly overwhelming with all of the, the things. Cause I didn't pick up Forsaken until about, two weeks ago no two weeks before shadow keep came out and it's just daunting how much there is now and there's no clear direction to go and i know a couple of folks i've been talking to they look at all these quests to get all the old exotics and the the legendaries and they're like i do i even need these anymore are they even worth getting other than for a collection what's worth having you know yeah, that's, that's interesting yeah i mean things like there's a, a mida multi-tool quest that you have that you can do from i think year one um with the scout rifle changes i've seen that weapon show up in the crucible a lot more so that may be one that you want to kind of go off and finish and, and grab but i see your point that there's no kind of clear direction i think the idea was to get everyone to 750 so that you can play anything that you want but there's no there's no real set path that you have to do, to be honest, uh, only to get powerful gear. The old stuff, like you were saying, 
you can still get that stuff and some of it is relevant and some of it isn't relevant. Yeah. 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 And that's sort of where I think the looter shooter sort of fails it in, you know, especially if you're coming in from a sort of an RPG mindset going ahead, you know, this is an RPG game. I can build this character and progress and do this. It's, it's sort of like, okay, well, what's your play style? Okay. Well, my play style is this. So what weapons do I need? Well, there's this and this, but you know, and, and again, what given what the current meta is, again, if you're if you're a PvP player, you might care a lot about more about the meta than than not. But you know, if you're doing PvE, it's uh, respawn was was sit here and tell you that you're that I'm wrong and you should get this gun and this gun and this gun and do this. But it's sort of just whatever whatever weapon class you like and feel comfortable with. Uh, there's a lot of hand cannons in the game, so if you're a hand cannon person and you can use those, more power to you. If you're like me, where give me more, give me more bullets. Uh, I want my auto rifles. There's there's a ton of stuff out there to to play with. That is, yeah. Again, I, I I always wish they had done. I mean, I know I know with the Crucible changes, they made sort of a you know here's our here's our sort of control intro to Crucible list of you know here's how to sort of get a feel for it, how it works, and some of the mechanics of it. I wish they had done a little bit more, maybe like with the strikes and with the. With Gambit, just sort of, even just you know, since you couldn't, you can't really do like a low level thing anymore. But just say maybe, you know, have some sort of differentiator. Maybe your first, you know, if you played less than fifty games or left less than you know twenty strikes or something, you know, you can go into sort of this beginner playlist like Halo used to have. Like you could go into the PvP up to level five or whatever it was. Since we don't have anybody at level five anymore, we're all level fifty, seven fifty light. You know, and have some differentiator say you can you can step in here and sort of get a feel for what this is. Before you know, you know, before we sort of throw you into the into the menagerie of everyone else out there, you know, it's an interesting problem to solve for sure. And, and I don't know how good a job they've done with it. So it's, so it's always interesting to hear uh, you know people's perspectives coming into this, going, "Oh my God, there's so much here." And I know that's one thing they, I can't remember where I read this. They said, "You know, we we are aware this is an issue we have. There's tons of stuff to do. We but where do we start? Where do we point people? You know, there's." it's almost, you know, not, I like that you don't have to go through a full long campaign and, and devote all that time to getting to the light level, but it almost would be good to have some sort of campaign or some sort of intro thing to do, or maybe they would take you through a couple of campaign missions, you know, run you through a strike, introduce you to Gambit, you know, have you do some PVP, just sort of, you know, here's a taste of what, sort of what everything is now sorted out, but even coming in and going, I have three characters to choose from. And each of those characters then have three choices to make of what I want to run on classes. And then those classes have stuff. It's like, you know, it's a, it's not, not a massive skill tree by any means, but it's still enough of a skill tree or enough of a choice to go, where even do I start? Hmm. Well, I think the they did, a, uh, at least from what I've heard, I haven't done it personally yet, is the way they do the new light is that everyone starts out on the EDZ and has a whole bunch of intro missions. And you slowly branch out from there from with the new light. But returning players are kind of SOL. Yeah, you're, you're just thrown in because they're like, oh, you were here before. You know how this works. It's like, no, no, I don't because you made massive changes while I was gone and everything is different now. Everything is different. Everything is scary. And I, I miss my security blanket. <laughs> the neighborhood has changed. It's not like it used to be. All my, all my favorite places are gone. I think the thing is that they they leave things like that up to the YouTubers, don't they? And and people on Reddit and the forums to kind of inform people that have either been away or new players coming in. This is what you need to kind of do. They kind of leave it up to other people to tell 
you know players <laughs> what to do is it's not very straightforward with um well and then there's also those benevolent Bungie. folks who decide to make us lovely podcasts to help us out and introduce <laughs> us to new and terrifying material <laughs> indeed yes. all, yeah. all we do is point you in the right direction of what videos to watch really I, again, it's a huge help. So thank you guys for doing this. That's right. And yeah, thank no, you for yeah. letting me part of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's that was sort of our you know, part of our motivation to start this was there's just there's so much it, it's a game where if you just played the game and and you know, maybe you were vaguely aware of Reddit or maybe you knew they had a Twitter feed, but even if you were just following the official sources of the game, it's it, it's not even scratching the surface of sort of what you almost need to know. Even just like the, you know, D1 was a lot better about, you know, sort of the big sandbox changes and the big meta changes. You step into Crucible or step into the game week to week going, oh my God, what is this? Oh my God, what is this here? This this gun that I had is now garbage. What's happened? Or, you know, this gun that was garbage, now everyone's using. What did I miss? It's, yeah, that's, I think that's the, that is the problem, isn't it? I mean, it's a, it's a good thing that the game constantly changes. But if you take your eyes off the game for two seconds, you are behind that's the that's the problem that we have is watching all the different changes that happen daily and you think oh wow you know I've, I've make sure that we tell people in the clan this make sure that we tell people on the podcast this it's like whoa i mean uh, when you when you're in the game and you're playing it like for the last week or so i you know took my eye off of youtube and the reddits and the forums and things played the game but then there were things like what what do I need to do here? And I had to then go back and look on YouTube. And as soon as I looked on YouTube, there was a ton of things that I'd kind of completely missed. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that we need to cover. None of which they were covering this week, so deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was funny, too, just seeing seeing all the tweets from, like, you know, the guys behind Ish, the guy behind, behind Ishtar Commander and the, the team behind Dim and things going, um... It'll be up and running when the API is. You'll be able to move weapons around. We're all playing the game, so don't expect any big changes, you know, for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> and, and, and even now, you know, some of the APIs are still down and they've, they're they bringing things back up slowly, so some things just aren't working right now. And yeah, I, I can't imagine, you know, being, being an app developer doing this in my spare time and then, you know, you know a big major change comes and you're going, oh man, what, what do I even need to... I mean, I barely understand how that stuff works under the hood, just even just all the new artwork you have to get access to in the game and, and just making all this new stuff just work at all for people, making sure if when I open dim and I can, you know, grab a weapon from my vault that it actually shows up again. <laughs> and we'd just like to um, cover a topic that respawn wanted to cover in his respawn rants. Now the Yotun, the sealed Ahamgar, Ahamkar grasps and the Peregrine Greaves were disabled for the garden of salvation raid but you can now re-equip them. And Respawn did want to have a little rant about something. It was probably about a Titan. Yeah, don't know what else to say. Should we, since we have his rant in, in text form, should we should we do a dramatic reading of his rant? Maybe oh. in your Alan Rickman voice from last week? Or should we just leave it for the good people and say, you know what, when Respawn turns back up, you could enjoy his oh, rant. Oh, oh no, the Alan Rickman, please. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that that will be marvelous where is it let's find it it was a world of titans with one-eyed masks wielding revoker recluse and truth flash coil cancer cancer 
is what he was screaming about earlier. Should we start below that? Anyone who says Titans aren't OP, blah, 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 blah. Do it in your best respawn voice. Come on. I don't have a good respawn voice. That's the problem. Maybe we should have Fusco read this in his best respawn voice. That's, a, that's an absolute horrifying thought. No, no, you have to do it. Come on. <laughs> Just do the angry voice. <laughs> so you, you join us halfway through a conversation where somebody's complimented respawn and I've said to them, don't compliment him because just because he doesn't need it. No, he doesn't need more pats <laughs> on the back. Doesn't need the head to grow any bigger. LOL. And those that agree with me don't get special treatment. I just respect their honesty and don't stick to their bias and claim the Titans are balanced in any way. They are balanced. You just don't use your hunter in the way intended. Here, here you are. Here's a handy little video to help you hunt a good scrub. And I put a link to M Tash's This Is Nutty video. Um, but it has a build where you have to max out your artifact, just for clarification there. And it's not very Alan Rickman-y of you. Oh, sorry. No need to thank me for helping you out, as I know I'm not going to get it. Smiley face. You're an effing idiot, or you don't understand English. Don't know which is worse. The fact that we have to max out our artifact and only use an arc subclass makes you think the Titans are balanced? You can use one eye mask on every subclass, first of all. And secondly, Peregrine Greaves. Enough said. Stop showing off one very specific build that you can't even do without a maxed out artifact and claiming Titans are balanced and Hunters are OP. Your argument is invalid and stop this ridiculous claim that you are so crappy you have to listen and use a Titan only. Use something besides a Titan, then come at me with your BS claims. Even Astrocross said the Titans are OP and someone at Bungie mains a Titan. As a Hunter, I still crap on Titans, but that was only because of tactics, not class abilities. I am a smarter hunter, not a better character slash class. Speak for yourself about not having a max artifact. My point still stands. End of dramatic is, reading. This has been your dramatic respawn rant for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Pre-edited for your convenience. Yes. Delightful, gentlemen. You have made my Monday. <laughs> <laughs> So, at long last, Bungie Help has told us about the glorious return of the Crucible Labs. For those of you who don't remember way back, back in the distant past when Crucible Labs were a thing, it's something Bungie made to test out things in PvP to see if they worked or not so they can make changes. We had it very briefly, then it went away somewhere into the ether. Maybe they went down with a fire team of nine, maybe it never came back, we're not sure, but Crucible Labs has thankfully returned to us with Elimination. Now, Elimination, they're going to try out different settings each week so they can get feedback from players on which settings they like and which settings they don't. Presumably to then take those bits of feedback and put them into the game and give us an Elimination game type that we can at least mostly get behind. Even if we suck, at least we can play it. And this week's Crucible Labs Elimination did have an issue where heavy ammo is spawning at the beginning of each round instead of 90 seconds. We've implemented a fix to this issue. So if you played Elimination and there was lots of heavy and it was raining down from the sky on you, hop back in because it should be a little less now. And Cosmo has some bits for us saying, feedback about New Light's implementation has been heard. He says, quote, it's definitely something we knew was going to be an issue about the amount of content can be pretty overwhelming. We created some quest lines to introduce different content. As the players become more comfortable, I'll pass along feedback that we could continue to improve the system. In the meantime, we did write up a new player guide, and you can send to your friends to help them out. Thanks. 
and we'll put a link to the player new player guide in the show notes. Uh, he also says, we'll let the team know that some players' masterwork play of the game has had its masterwork changed and reset to zero. So if that's what you're seeing, you're not crazy. It's happening. <laughs> uh, he will forward the feedback that the players want Banshee to offer unlimited bounties like the other tower vendors. He currently does not. Feedback about the upgrade modules is welcomed. Upgrade modules are not limited by week. You will have two you can get from the Gunsmith weeklies, and you can get more from the Season Pass, as well as purchase them from Gunsmith for different materials. They will also cost a little less than Infusing previously did. I think the problem with the Banshee offering unlimited bounties would be the unlimited amount of enhancement cores that you could possibly get. They'd have to change the amount of bounties once you've like done the five per day maybe after that it's gunsmith materials and other things that you get rather than enhancement cores because you could just imagine that just being a constant farm going back and grabbing the same bounties over and over again yeah and the players having all the enhancement cores they would ever want and this is where respawn would say but that's what the players want they should give the players what they want so that is exactly what the players want and they need to give us what they want yeah, I exactly and I I that's one thing I agree with him and agree with you on it's we we need we need you know you give us all this powerful stuff let us make it powerful without having to to piecemeal go okay maybe I'll upgrade this gun this week I remember yeah. a couple weeks back we said exactly how many materials you needed to upgrade even like masterwork each piece of armor or each weapon and it was just an absurd number of materials to do so it's like if you want us to do this let us do it don't I don't sort of drip feed it out to us so we go okay here's the one gun I want to have I think it was AZ, wasn't it? Shout out to AZ, who listens to the podcast. He pointed out that you need 100 enhancement cores to get an Ascendant Shard. Because with the, the buying tactics, if you if you bought everything from Banshee, um, I think it's, was it 10, 10 enhancement cores to get one of those enhancement shards to then 10 enhancement shards to get an enhancement, uh, an Ascendant Core. So... Yeah, a hundred enhancement cores to get one shard is pretty nutty. So yeah, yeah, you need more. You do need more in the game if if that's the way that players are going to want to do the masterworking of their armor at least. Yeah, yeah, and again, and this has been—I mean, this has been an ongoing issue since they put them into the game. It's you know, there there were those brief moments like when the the uh, pinnacle weapons were being handed out infinitely for that brief time that I was able to capitalize on. So I have about 300 of them in my vault still because I hoarded them and did not spend a single one like a you know Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sitting on a couple of them going, I'm going to need these at some point. I don't, don't know what the game's going to do, but I am in a very rare position that was able to take take advantage of that glitch when it happened. But yeah, this, the, the economy is broken. They need to do something to fix it. Very smart move on your part. Uh, and props to Night Demon yelling at me going, Get on the game right now. And, and again, it was, I I happened to have a pinnacle weapon sitting there. I was able to go pick it up and pick it up and pick it up and pick it up and pick it up. Somebody so I, had to get on because I couldn't get on. I just needed somebody to reap the benefits. Of that. <laughs> Someone had to enjoy it. Hey, I, I still, my hunter still has a, a chaperone sitting over there with Amanda Holiday that one day he will pick up. I don't know what day it's going to be, but one day it's going to happen. I've I've largely forgotten it existed, and I was waiting for it to be 750, and now I'm going, but I've got the chaperone. I don't, what do I need another one for? But so it does scale there, with your forever. light, so whatever right. level you are with your light, it will drop at that. So yep. if that's the item that you need to then push you over, it's worth picking up. Yep. So yeah, it'll it'll sit there and 
eventually be the most powerful chaperone I'll ever see. Uh, and again, the uh, the overall cost of infusion with the new upgrade modules still uses the same currency, Glimmer, Glimmer plus planetary materials plus enhancement cores, but the total cost is slightly less than before. Master Working Arbor Tudo is what utilizes the new currencies. Uh, feedback regarding the Rampage nerf to Breakneck has been forwarded to the team, so which is basically players are saying, you nerfed Rampage on the Breakneck, now there's no real use, reason to use the Breakneck. It wasn't a super powerful gun to begin with, and now it's even less so. So if you're working your way through the pinnacle weapon for Breakneck and the in Gambit, it's still a fun auto rifle to use, but it's not a it, it wasn't a great weapon then, it's not a great weapon now. Now there's even less of a reason to go get it. Exactly. That Unless... and the Oxygen SR three, the Scout rifle that still still haven't found their place in the game yet. I mean, it's sad for those weapons that, you know, hey, man, there's these cool quest lines to go get these weapons or this neat grind to go do, but the weapon is ultimately useless. There are better things that are easier to get, so why bother? Yeah, 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 there's definitely, and that was sort of even even when they were things, it's the PvP guns are worth grinding for. The PvE guns, I'm not really sure. I mean... The Oxygen SR3 could be fun if it had better perks on it. The the 21% Delirium is just a bullet sponge of a machine gun, but unless you're t- trying to take down a boss or something at short range, why? The the Breakneck, it's I mean it's a fun auto rifle, but a Soros is better. I, I don't know. You know they, they all have weird spots. Whereas the Recluse just destroys things as an SMG, and you know they had to nerf the 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 two pinnacle hand cannons because they were just destroying everyone's faces. So yeah, I get it, but. Yeah, the PvE weapons have never really had their day in the sun, so I'm sort of glad we went away from the pinnacle weapons to the ritual weapons, which are just locked, and they're not going to be game-breakingly good, at least hopefully. No, they're just meant to offer a combination of perks that you haven't seen before, so that's quite interesting because I've got a couple of videos coming up that are worth checking out. If you want to have a look at a couple of the pinnacle weapons, we're nice. we at that point now. Uh, we will be in. We will be in just a moment because we still need to pass along feedback that um, players would like to see all armor made into ornamental, into universal ornaments. I saw a tweet by somebody go by, and I unfortunately did not grab it when it went through the the warp stream. About I guess I think you can you can currently apply iron banner ornaments, or if if you have them, you can pull them in collections and apply them to things like you can the eververse armor. Apparently, that's not supposed to be to be the way that works. So they're actually working on a fix to remove that, but you can currently do it. And players are saying, no, you know, let me put the iron banner stuff on everything because it looks good and we like it. And yes, the I team is aware how to do that. Oh, very good. And the team is also aware of feedback regarding the blinding white startup screen. So yeah, apparently the blinding white startup screen, not great. Uh, I would like to give feedback from the game a couple versions ago when you opened it and and the game, you, know, you loaded the game up and you walked away to go grab a drink because your Xbox is a little bit slow, and you agree with the da 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 music that started, and you forgot to turn your speakers down and blew them out. Yeah, good times. <laughs> well, those of us who use headsets don't have that problem. You just have no ears anymore. No. I don't use those things anyway. <laughs> and now we are at Night Demon's long collection of beautiful videos he has watched this week as a, as a handcrafted small batch collection of videos top YouTuber content so if you're sitting around going where do I even start please for the love of God help me here's where yeah. you can go 
like please I was saying earlier. Love, please, for the love of God, Night Demon, help me. <laughs> exactly. Now, I mean, I know a lot of people won't be trying to stretch themselves and get to 950 as quickly as possible. But there are a few tips and tricks that will help you get your alternate characters up to a level that you don't mind then just running through the campaign. Um, we have a couple of guides for you to check out. And I've watched every one and each one's got a slightly different take or they overlap each other. So we have Abontis has a leveling guide from 750 all the way up to 950 plus. Fallout Plays has a guide also getting getting up to 950. Mtash has a video of how he got from 750 light to 931 in 20 minutes. And Cheese Forever has five ways to power level up to 900 for your alternate characters. And there's a lot of tricks that you can do with going into your collections and pulling out the old blue items if you've got enough glimmer and shards to do that. Um, and then going into your battle pass or your season pass and equipping an item, grabbing an item out of that to then push yourself up even higher. So check out the videos because each one will, will t give you a, a tip of how you can kind of progress to a certain point that you're happy with now that we're past the raid race and nobody's really, unless you really want to kind of just do the raid in the next week where everybody will be saying, we want people at 9.50 and we won't take anybody less. So this might help you to kind of boost your, your power levels up. Must have 15 clears, must be 9.60, uh, must have your 7 Gallahorn. <laughs> we'll be checking. Yes. Sometimes they don't check. You can just get in. Cheese Forever has been on a run of videos this week. He's, I think he's put out a, a video literally every hour on the hour for about three days. I've watched, I'd say, 99% of them. Sorry, Cheese. He also has a, he has a, a video guide list for new players coming into Destiny, which is worth checking out if you're a new player. So I think it's about six five or six videos that you can watch they'll hopefully kind of inform you of what it is to come into destiny so i've put that down as a playlist you can watch he has a, a video on how to get easy clan xp so if you're in a clan and you just want to kind of get you don't want to kind of have to worry about maxing out your xp on each character you can still do the afk forge farming um, and he shows you how to do that if you're unsure about that he has a guide on how to unlock the moon chest with the hive symbols. It is pretty straightforward, but if you, you are struggling, then check that out um, because I think some of the symbols are hidden and in the video, it kind of shows you roughly where you kind of need to be looking. He has a video on the Trove Guardian pathway has opened. And now that's a, a hive knight that's wandering around on the moon um, and that will give you a secret pathway to get a um, chest. He has a guide on how to get the orbital cartographer emblem. There is also a tire game with a no pressure secret triumph. And I was completely unaware of this. There is a game that you can play next to Eris. You can input some of those lost souls into a machine and a tire comes out, rolls down a hill, and then you have to, you can push the tire and guide it into one of the holes, <laughs> all these little craters. Um, and there's a secret triumph from that. So, there's a guide for that. He also goes over where to get armor mods and weapon mods with the new system. He also covers the free powerful engram that you can get from the bungee rewards. So if you didn't know, there is, uh, you can get a powerful engram 
just in your postmaster by just going back onto the Bungie rewards section and re-signing up for that. And there's a video guide for how to do that. There is a guide for destiny symbols in your display name on PC. Buzzco, this might be interesting for you. So there's a font set that you can download onto your PC and then you can insert destiny symbols in your nameplate on PC, which looks pretty cool, but it's not transferable to console, unfortunately. He also has a video breaking down the super mods, which are nerfed from the old armor sets, and he goes into damage numbers for that. An interesting watch if you're kind of half building a new set of 2.0 and still hanging on to your old armor sets. Um, covers what's what's what with that. We also have turning old ornaments into universal ornaments glitch, which is what Parody was saying earlier with putting your iron banner ornaments onto gear that you currently have now because it it's intended that when the iron banner stuff comes out that you can put the iron banner ornaments onto iron banner gear not onto every other armor piece that you can get now so there are a few things that you can kind of grab from the universal ornaments that aren't available but you can with this glitch we still got a few more to go so this is where we get to the point of all the guides in the game so this might be something for you, Fuzzco, and anybody else that's out there that's that's playing the game and that, that's got all these different things that they need to do. Mtash has a guide on how to do the 100k Nightfall. So this is for a powerful engram drop. So this isn't there's there's three different tiers at the moment that we know of. There's tier one, tier two, and the powerful. And the powerful ones should be the ones that get you plus uh I think it's four or five light. So they will take you above the um, 950 power gap but if you're grinding up to 950 there's no point in kind of just leaving them you can just grab them to help boost your light so mtash has a video on the 100k nightfall guide jarv has a how to glitch into the new dungeon so if you go into the shadow keep at the back there's a kind of green area where it's locked you can see like um, one of those hive things like in one of the missions on the I think it's on Titan, where you have to shoot the two witches that have got that lock above them, and then you drop down in the hole. You know that one, guys? Absolutely. So, yeah, this is kind of green plate. But if you go off to the right, you can kind of go under the map, and he does it, I think it was a warlock, and glides under with a sword. And then you can go back round and down into the dungeon and explore. So if you're interested in doing that. Ninja Pups has a guide on how to farm the original Destiny 1 loot in Destiny 2. There is a mission that you get, I think it's from Banshee, um, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's, I think it's an exotic quest for something. But it takes you back to the old Cosmodrome, and you are fighting uh, a walker, and you have to kill three captains to progress or something. But if you carry on just shooting the walker, you can loot a chest over and over again that spawns after destroying the walker. And you get original ship from Destiny 1. You can get the original first gun that you get, the Kostov. And you can get the original ghost from Destiny 1. So I've gone and done that. It's quite fun to do. Are those now also sitting in your vault with the celery and the tiny box of raisins and the 15 grasp of mallets? No, no, because this is Destiny 2. Ah, so this is on a different inventory system. Right, so you're taking up space in your new inventory system with your 150 ships oh, yes. and your whatever else you've managed to no, cram into your vault. No, no, I went to all, I I dismantled all my ships because I needed the glimmer. You're, so I've reached the cap of the glimmer. Your so fizzled I, I, fire I, team medallions. 
they're in the vault. I just I can't I can't be bothered to dismantle them yet. All of your Sunrise Warrior shaders. Yes, I have all the Sunrise shaders. Mm. <laughs> Come on, be proud of that. You earned uh, them. <laughs> I did over and over again. I've had them drop many times. Anyway, getting back to the guides, Houndish has a guide for the Deathbringer exotic rocket launcher. So this is. Th- this is the rocket launcher that you get after completing the campaign mission from Eris. You'll get uh, another mission that you can go off and do with visiting the three lost sectors on the moon. And if you do that, you can then progress this quest and get the Deathbringer. Really good um, exotic rocket launcher, worth getting. And then he also has the beginning of the Divinity exotic quest. So this popped up after the raid was completed, and you can get the Divinity Trace Rifle. Well, you can get halfway through the the quest stage because that's as far as anybody's got. I think, I believe, there is a step that you need to do with something to do with the raid. I'm not 100% sure. But if you watch the video, he'll take you through to the point that everybody's kind of stuck at at the moment. So at least you've kind of got that progression. Late breaking news update. Destiny Tracker tells us that uh, someone has achieved it. There's a screenshot of I have toes with two eyes. I I have toes as a screenshot of the Divinity Trace Rifle on their character. So it is out there in the game. So whatever step people were stuck on, apparently they're unstuck now. Nice. Planet Destiny has a couple of guides for you. So they have all the Jade Rabbit locations. So these are these little kind of puppet things with space helmet heads on that you can give i think it's rice cakes little rice cakes yeah yeah much like we had with the cats in the dreaming city if you gave them mints (laughs) you you got a weapon or an item from them so planet destiny has the guide on all the locations for the jade rabbit uh they have the locations of the charms that you can get for the weapons for eris so you have the essence of greed the etherical charm the essence of failure, and that's the captive core, and the essence of vanity, the horned wreath, and they have a guide for each of those locations, so they'll be linked. Uh, Glitch Tutorials has a solo Garden of Salvation raid chest. So if you want to try this, I believe he'd again tried it with a warlock and a sword, and you can load into the first part of the the raid and you don't even have to open anything you can just follow the path that he takes and go under the map and over the map and through the map and things like that and you can get to the first chest in the raid much like there was a guide to how to get to several chests in the dreaming city on their raid so that's worth watching if you want to kind of loot that chest and get a, a few items from that again i'm not sure if it works on a hunter or titan um but I'm sure somebody will try and let us know. Fallout Plays has a guide on how to unlock the Vex Offensive, which is the Eyes on the Moon, which we were saying that we were struggling with earlier. So if you want to watch that and just kind of get yourself familiarized with how that works and how the Vex Offensive works, Fallout Plays has a guide on that. Ninja Putts has a nine lost dead ghost location. So again, once you finish the campaign and you go, I think it's a mission I think it's a quest actually that you get from Eris that says you have to go back and repeat playing the opening mission on your map. There'll be a big red um, crest that it'll be the opening mission again. And if you pick up the bounty from her, go and complete that. You'll get an orb of light or something uh, at the end of that mission. 
if you go and give that to Eris, she will give you a choice of nine dead ghost um, packets that you can pick up. And as I said, Ninja Pups is a guide for each location of those. DPJ has a fastest XP farm video, and he also has a Lutrum farm with Primes, Catalyst, and Glimmer. So this is, again, the mission that we were talking about going back to the Cosmodrome. Uh, you can just keep destroying the yellow bars and the walker over and over again and just keep farming Primes, Catalyst, and Glimmer over and over again. The, the only problem is with that, don't destroy the captains that keep coming or don't even shoot the captains because if you land one shot on the captains it, and somebody else comes into that instance and kills them, it counts that you've killed that captain as well. So just be careful what you're shooting at. Now, for those of us who have already done that mission, can we go back and do it again to farm that? Or is that kind of one and done already? I think it's a one and done unless you have another character. Fair enough. So this is where you start your new light character. That'll be fun. Um, we, <laughs> um, I've got a couple of builds for you. So as I referenced earlier in the um, Respawn Rant reading, MTash has a video on a new Hunter build where he utilizes the Wormhusk Crown and a fully maxed out artifact. Go and check it out for all the details because I'm not 100% sure on all the specifics. Rustophilus has a 15 second super. This is for Hunters, Respawn. I know you want to listen to this. So he goes over a build that you can get a super in 15 seconds. Worth watching, Respawn. Again, just pointing out to you, Respawn. Mr. Fruit has a Kostoff weapon PvP gameplay. So this is the weapon that you can get from doing that mission uh, on the Cosmodrome. Uh, it's a really good fun gun to use, and he just gives you a kind of gameplay in the um, PvP environment. Destiny Fun Police has a couple of videos on rapid fire pulse meta and the Vex offensive pulse rifle. So there's a couple of videos you'd check out there. And then finally, we have Astacross Gaming has several videos for you to check out. So he goes over the lectern of enchantment with uh, all the best weapon roles and the curated roles to look out for. And then specifically, he highlights the grenade launcher, Love and Death, because there are a couple of good perks on there with like the spike grenades that you can get on that and apparently it makes it a god roll grenade launcher to have so go and check that out he also covers the crimson exotic hand cannon with the changes with shadow keep and he says it's not as good as we we all thought it was going to be basically um with the damage drop off it's kind of he doesn't know whether it's an intended kind of nerf to the weapon but it's not playing as as it kind of was described it should have been so go and check that out and see if you kind of agree with him or don't agree with him he goes over the gambit ritual weapon the exit strategy submachine gun with a review on that here's one for you parody sweeter business he goes over the <laughs> sweet business with the update is 2.6.01 with a review on that and says it's a really good gun basically i know i, I have, I have um, the long hunger version of it, it works great <laughs> um and then the Cerberus Plus One, he's got a review on the Masterworks version of that because as we covered last week, I believe it was, there are the new Catalysts dropping in the game and Cerberus Plus One is one of the ones that drops and he's got a fully Masterworks one that he covers in his review and it looks pretty nasty. But I think the only downside of that is that the Masterwork, you have to hold a specific button down. I think it's, I believe it's X on Xbox 
and it tightens the spread of the shots. So you have to be quite close. It's a bit like a shotgun with the, the tighter spread of shots, but he says it's still a beast. Um, and then the Peregrine Greaves thing that everybody's been talking about, which is why they were nerfed for the raid um, with the one-two punch there. He's got a video on that. So he shows you kind of testing on Greg down on um, Titan, <laughs> what how much damage it can do. So that's worth a watch if you're interested. And that has been your very long list of tips, tricks and guides for everybody to check out. I'm, uh, there's a lot more to kind of go over but i i went through and selected the main ones that everybody would kind of be looking for and anything kind of weapon wise that you'd be interested in checking out like with the new pulse rifle builds the hunter builds because i i did put them in there mainly for respawn because he was upset about you know titans being op but i just wanted to show him a couple of builds that showed you that hunters are still very very good in um, pvp and in pve as well really so that might be it. Yeah, so unless either of you have anything to add, I'll close it and we can call it a week. Yeah. You're like, you invited me to be here, don't know why, and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Always happy to be here. Currently grinding out my strikes. <laughs> so if oh, I seem yes. distracted... It's just, it's just nice to have a, another opinion or another voice on the show. Ah, you mean one that's not screaming at you and telling you you're wrong while not knowing what they're talking about? Something like that. <laughs> yes. Similar to that, yes. Uh, yeah, so I think it, it, it's time for the close. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week. Your Titans are Parody and Night Demon. Your hunter is Fuzzco. F-U-Z-K-O. Go find him on PC. You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. You can join the Frozen Clan at join.frozen.party, but we're getting pretty full. So unless you want to be Fuzzco's friend on PC, uh, go find another clan and just send us friend invites. All your friend advice to respawn. He will sort them out for you. Find your favorite guardian on Xbox Live or PC. You can watch the show on YouTube. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. I leave you with visions of hunters and helms of save 14, because it's the last thing you'll ever see. Enjoy your punch, guys. Bye. Tatsuka, you have to say goodbye. Oh, right. Bye, y'all. One of these days, I'll come up with with an actual good like closing line, but I, I haven't found it yet. I will. I I will think of one. Yes, someone should. I sure can't. <laughs> and we're done.